This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, June 15th. The year is 2023. It's a great time to be alive in this crazy world. And uh, today we're going to have another magic mindset session with uh, Coach K. First of all, we're going to go over the leaderboard. We are on track for record week. So we are over 100K already. We have 33 unique riders. I think both of those numbers would reach new records in the next 48 hours. So that's super exciting to see. So let's look at the leaderboard here, see where we are. Okay. So the machine is back on top. He has uh, five deals for 93.20 with two days to go. Uh, Mariana also having a fabulous week. So far, eight deals for 8,014. She's heading for double-double. Then Wonder Woman, solid week, three deals, 76.75 Bridget. Erica, four deals, 73.40. Michael and two is listening to Erica, two deals. 6102. Uh, Marcus Champion, first couple of apps for here for him for over 6,000. Uh, John Cranford, nice start for the week, three deals, 5467. Uh, Brett Freeman, out of nowhere, three deals, 5301. Louis Nelson, four deals, 4932. Uh, Marsha Steady at three deals at 4888. Our guest speaker yesterday, Hannah, two deals, 38-12, heading for another nice week. Renata wrote a couple of apps for 35-86. Leah Jones, two deals, 33-58. Wayne had two deals so far this week, 24-60. Sean Chadwell, two deals for 2,400. Nikki Moore found another one, so now she has two for 18-66. Brand new writer on Dolly's team, uh, wrote for 18-50, Kathy Ruiz. Then we have Crystal White Scratch for 1657. Then we have a brand new writer on Wayne's team, Dion Labostri. She scratched for 1632. Lacey Cole scratch for 1599. And then we have a brand new uh, writer. She literally started making her first dials on Monday. And that is uh, Felicity Cornette. Uh, let's see if Felicity is on. Jamar, is she on? I don't, there are so many people on the screen, it's hard for me to see. Okay, I can't, oh, she, there she is, she's there. Okay, I see. I'm here. Okay, so Felicity, we know you've been sweating. You're probably nervous. But A little bit. Just to get the deal in the first three days is awesome. So can you just share with the team uh, your experience of getting this done? I was just making the calls, making the calls, making the calls. And the first two days I was feeling a little disheartened because I got a lot of people who were like, stop calling me, but kept making the calls. And yesterday 
I had a guy answer and he was at work. He was like, listen, I've been wanting to get this finished, but I haven't had the time. Call my wife. He gave me his wife's number and told me that she would take care of everything and that would be fine with him. So I worked with both of them, getting the information I needed. Finally found him something that would work with his health issues. And it just felt really, really good to get it done. <laughs> Sounds good. And what what was the part of the process, Felicity, that make, made you sweat the most? made you most nervous um I guess just having the people who were like oh call me at this time and they didn't answer and you know feeling that disheartened because they weren't answering when they told me to call them back but it was worth it in the end because I got my first deal and it feels so good <laughs> that is awesome we are so happy for you Felicity great job uh, keep listening to the machine. He obviously knows what he's doing. So let's see what, what you can be, what you can accomplish in the next couple of weeks. The first deal is always the hardest. Great job. Thank you. Then we have uh, Zach Entu, uh, Road uh, 1308, uh, Mitchell Brooks, Scratch for 1287, John McMillan, Scratch for 1281, Lee Sun is listening, so he's Scratch for 1102, uh, Jesse Murphy, Scratch, 1018, uh, Coach K, Couple of deals, 853, Crystal Bowden, scratch for 827, Mark Cormier, scratch 694, Chelsea George, scratch 778, Dolly, scratch 667, GW, scratch for 619, brand new writer officially in the books, uh, Beth Vox, scratch for 575, and Y Song is there. So that's where we are, guys. 34 people writing business, exciting. A lot, of, a lot of movement. A lot of new people will be joining us. I see a lot of faces even here. I see uh, Samira. I think Valentin is close to his first deal. Michael Williams cannot wait to get started with us. So let's see what happens. We can't wait. So Coach K, I'm handing this over to you and take us to your Magic Mindset session. All right, here we go. So, um, you know, the story that you give life or anything is everything, right? And I'll give you a few examples of this, right? So they actually did a study, right? And they gave these people in this study a shake, right? A new, like basically a protein shake, right? And they told one group of people that the shake was like really nutritious. It was good for them and uh, gonna be good for them in, in all different types of ways and give them good nourishment. And the other group they're told, hey, this is like pretty high fat. You know, it's kind of like having a, uh, a, a milkshake there with lots of ice cream in it and all that. And what they did is the shake though was the same, right? It's pretty like generic. It shouldn't really impact people's blood levels that much in any one way or direction. But what they found was they then took both these groups' blood levels, right? And looked at their nutrients and, and everything like that. And they found that the group that was told it wasn't good for them, their blood did not look very good, right? Based on what they're told. And the other group, they, they were told it was nutritious and everything like that. All their markers, everything looks great, right? So crazy how just that, and, and in either case, it shouldn't have affected their blood the way it did. But the power of suggestion and what they believed they were drinking did, right? So really crazy. Schizophrenics, right? Not insurable, by the way. <laughs> Schizophrenics though, right? They've There have been documented cases of uh, schizophrenics having cancer, and then coming into the hospital with a different uh, uh, different type of personality, swearing that they never had cancer, didn't know why they're there, did test, no cancer, 
right? Again, power of belief, super powerful stuff, right? And as the Henry Ford once said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can, either way, you're right. And the, the person that probably embodies this the most out of anyone is Viktor Frankl, right? And he wrote the book, A Man's Search for Meaning. If you don't know who Viktor Frankl is, he was a uh, gentleman that uh, went to with his wife to a concentration camp. And I believe it was Auschwitz. Um, and extreme, extreme example of, of what can happen in your life. And he was put through things where, you know, pretty horrendous stuff, right? You know, his wife ended up getting killed and, and a lot of people around him. And he was, he went into this camp and he had this manuscript and it was his life's work because he was a psycho uh, psychiatrist. And he actually tried to bargain with one of the uh, SS officers in the camp and saying, listen, you can take all my other stuff, but can I keep this? And they took it and they burned it. And that was it. It was his manuscript. Uh, but that manuscript also gave him meaning. He's like, he just kept thinking about what he was going to write, how he's going to make things better. And he used his experiences in that camp, right, to think about, okay, I'm going to learn these things here about humanity, and I'm going to share it with the world and make the world a better place, right? So he was able to give the situation he was in meaning, right? And what he figured out when he was in that camp too, it wasn't the strongest people that survived. It was the people who gave things meaning, right? And the way they decided to interpret what was happening to them, right? And one of the things that happened to Frankel early on is he, he gave a lot of things meaning when he could, right? And he talked about little synchronicities. And Carl Jung is a, is a psychologist or psychiatrist that did a lot around synchronicity. But one of the things that happened to Viktor Frankl is um, when he got got into the prison there, they gave him a uniform. It was a uniform from uh, someone who had just been killed, another prisoner. And he found a note in his pocket. And he took out that note. And that note was a Hebrew prayer. And he saw, he's like, I just, he decided that, you know, this is a sign, right? This is a sign to, to help keep me strong. And uh, he really is like, I'm going to lean on my faith to get through this, right? And the meaning he was giving everything came to work. And he, he had another thing where he had this experience where he was out um, working in a field or something during that time. And he knew his wife was gone, but he had this uh, feeling that she was there with him all the time and she would talk to him and everything like that. And he had this one particular vision that was really vivid with her. And at the end of that vision, you know, uh, a bird came and like landed on his feet, like a little finch or whatever. And he decided to believe that, Hey, she, she is there. Now what happened though, was a lot of people in this camp, when they would die, they would lose hope, right? They lost hope. They had no meaning in anything. Everything was just the darkest and worst it could be, right? And it's easy to understand why that could happen, right? But this happens to all people in life, right? And it's all about the meaning you decide to give things. And all these like little synchronicities that were happening, he decided to give that an empowering meaning, right? He could have easily been like, this is just some note. This is meaningless, right? In his, in his jacket pocket, that bird landing on his foot, right? He could have been like, you know what? This doesn't mean anything. That vision I had, this doesn't mean anything, right? But it was those little things, the way he decided to interpret these things that kept him going, right? And ultimately it got him through things. And then he also just had a bigger purpose about giving back, right? And he was also talking about how prisoners too, uh, that made it were 
people that were always trying to share, right? They're, you know, if someone needed help, they're helping them, right? If someone had a little extra food, they're giving it to other people to share and everything like that. And it was the guys that stopped doing that and the ones that just gave up, like they would literally just not get out of bed, right? And you'd see a prisoner and it's like, I'm not getting out of bed today. That's it. And like they, everybody knew that was pretty much going to be it for that person, right? So, you know, just a lot of unbelievable uh, lessons from that extreme situation that he went through. And I've, I've told this story before too, too, with um, Esther Pearl, who's a, another famous psychologist out there. And uh, she grew up in a, a Jewish community and uh, she, her parents and all the other kids' parents in that community were Holocaust survivors. And she said, because of that, you had two very different people that came out of that situation. And it's, it's somewhat like Franco was describing, but you had some people thought the world was like the most horrible place ever. There was no meaning to it. How could something this evil happen? And they were pretty bitter and pretty sad, right? And didn't really do much with their lives. But then you had the complete opposite and there's no in between. And I think it was probably because it was such an extreme, uh, extreme example or just extreme situation they went through, right? The other side though was every day is a gift. This is amazing. We're so thankful to be here. Look at this. We're free now. We have our families and uh, this life is so wonderful. We got a second shot and they went on to do great things, right? There are big players in their communities and a lot of them were very successful from doing that, right? So again, it's all about what you decide to give the meaning about what you're going through here. Because guess what? In this business, I promise you, you're going to go through hard times. And if you're not going through hard times, I'm worried because it means you're not stretching to take things to that next level, right? But it's all the meaning you decide to give it, right? Is this the beginning or is it the end? This happened to me. Did it happen for me, right? It's up to you, all right? And if you're dealing with a leader here, uh, you know, we've got a lot of leaders who have been in the business for a long time. We got Dick, right? We got Carrie. We got Lee. We got Robert. We got Marsha. All of them have gone through more adversity than all of us. They've probably all have had times where they thought, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure I can pull this one together or, or whatever. They go through hard times uh, or slumps or whatever it may be. It happens, right? But ultimately, I guarantee you, I know for a fact, actually, that they have a different story about those things. And they had they decided to give those things a different meaning, which is why they're here today. Right? So that is it. So I got here. That was a powerful session, man. That was that was really deep and so much on the money. And again, that magic mindset, what keeps you there, right? And and you made me think about all the failures. And I don't know, maybe I have amnesia. Maybe it's, you know, I remember Wayne playing basketball and I'm at a free throw line and I'm dumb enough to think every time I'm shooting a free throw, it's going in. And I know it's 75, 80%, but I think the next one is going in. And if I miss it, I think the next one is going in. So maybe that's some kind of a disorder, carry. I don't know, but it, it, it kind of works, but it all puts things in perspective. We are so fortunate to, to be here. And, you know, we are still in the greatest country in the world. There are some challenges out there, okay? It's not 100% free country, but that's the whole other story, okay? However... There's no better place. Mariana can tell you that, that. I can tell you that. Anna's parents can tell you that. Jamar's parents can tell you that. Samira can probably tell you that. 
this is the best place. So enjoy it, appreciate it, and good things will happen. So thank you so much, Coach K. You're most welcome. Um, okay, with that being said, we're gonna call. Yeah, I guarantee you, like a guy like Jamar and um, you know, like Carrie Wise song and Marsha and all that, like I guarantee you they expect to close every deal. Like pretty much, right? If they're if they got a pulse, they don't have schizophrenia, right? We can't we can't do anything about those people, right? But uh, you know, we can I guarantee you they think they can close it, right? So 